0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free.
1: Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
2: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne. The roids are back in town. <laughs> Jordan Morris, boy detective. That's just a warning that I try and give at the top of the show. Because once in a while, I'll do a course of steroids to interrupt migraine, migranus... Status migranus, I think is what it's called, which is an intractable migraine. Once in a while, I'll do some roids. And when I'm on the roids, who knows when I'll rage. So I'm going to have a positive attitude. But at any moment, like Jose Canseco, I may fill up my Porsche with jet fuel because it's been knocking and pinging. When you say the roids are
0: back in town, do you do your roids uh, with the guys down at Dino's Bar and Grill?
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. 100%. (laughs)
0: You and all your buddies. Yeah. Go down to Dino's and are these
2: mouth steroids or are these injectables? Oh God. How much would I love to have Big Mac come into my bathroom and poke me in the ass with those roids? (laughs) What a dream that would be to have the home run, the single season, the former single season home run king, the 70 dinger man, Mark McGuire.
0: Oh. When you said when you said Big Mac, I was envisioning that McDonald's character who has a burger for a head, but that's Mayor McCheese.
2: <laughs> not Big Mac tonight. You're not thinking of Big Mac tonight? No, he has a moon for a head. Oh, that's true, yeah. Has Doug Jones ever been on this show before? That's Doug Jones in there. Oh, the yeah, actor sure. Doug Jones. hmm Nice man. Anyway, my point here is that those Guillermo del Toro Hellboy movies are great. They are. They're fantastic. I really love those. Me too. All that I'm trying to say is they're oral steroids, but I would love it if... Administered by the Grimace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rubble, rubble? Is that what... No, that's what the hamburger said. That's the says.
0: Hamburglar, yeah. Okay.
2: Well, we've got that sorted out. This is
0: great. We're getting all our Land characters straight. At
2: the end of the day, Jordan, I think you and I both know that if anyone was going to shoot me in the ass with steroids from the tie-in world... Of a major hamburger chain, it would be IQ from the Burger King Kids Club, of course, yeah,
0: that guy can find a vein like nobody's business <laughs> guy, just IQ knows how to find those yeah. honkin little blood highways.
2: you know why he was he was an army medic mm. for six years right. and a junkie for fifteen after that <laughs> so. <laughs> Between the
0: two. IQ has lived. (laughs) IQ
2: has really had a full... Had a rich life. He's got a lot of stories, a lot of wisdom. And you know what? I was talking to IQ the other day. He was telling me about his travels. And he said that Milan is really two cities. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. And if you asked him about
0: Budapest, he just gets a wistful look in his eye and stares (laughs) off. Says, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs)
2: he doesn't know what to say about budapest that actually literally is two cities his Mm -hmm. main metaphor is out when you're talking about two cities buddha and pest on opposite sides of a river okay jordan what's going on with you my friend god damn it just tell me what's going on with you (laughs) well (laughs) i had a fun weekend and i went to the western
0: store oh what yes i needed a bolo tie not needed wanted i guess i should say Well, it's on the line between wanted and needed. That's true. I needed it to tie off my arm to find a vein.
2: (laughs) And I wanted to do it in kind of like a kitschy way. Yeah. Sort of like how W-W-L-L-D. What would Lyle Lovett do?
0: Right. Exactly. I always ask myself that before making a big decision. That's why I've (laughs)
2: married Julia Roberts so many times. Marrying Julia Roberts. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Never again. I'm never making that mistake again. The laugh's just too cute. Mm-hmm. Just gets you to do anything charmer. she wants. The Last She's two, charmer. On. No, our buddies Rhett and Link are having a con next week. I think uh, when this airs, the con will have happened. It's called Mythicon. It is in Austin, Texas, one of my favorite places in the world. Again, it, you know, by the time this comes out, maybe this will have happened. So maybe I will have died there. Maybe I will have been <laughs> eaten.
2: Well, our friend uh, Lauren Pasternak has a giant sausage restaurant there. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to Bangers and. Hang out with Lauren. It's going to be great. Head to Bangers if you're ever in Austin.
2: Yeah, have some sausages. The sausages are standard sized. Yeah. The restaurant is giant.
0: Restaurant's huge. Sausages are probably
2: a little bigger
0: than a normal sausage, right? Yeah, bigger than most. 75th percentile. Okay. Now that we've got that squared away, (laughs) the kind of closing night of this con, they're having a like Western-themed dance party. You know, and I don't want to go, you know, I'm not a, I'm not an all out outfit guy. I'm not a, you know, not my, not my thing to go wild with a theme, but I do like to acknowledge a theme if there is one. Me either. I, I'd, I'd never, I would never. <laughs> you just, you like to
2: take a different theme.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so if if the theme is, you know, Western, you like to show up as like one of those World War One Boy Scouts or something.
2: I'm not literally thinking about registering for this con just so that I can wear this, Shawl-collared suede (laughs) Ralph Lauren country jacket that I bought at the flea market like a year ago. I
0: refurbished a whole nudie suit. God damn it. (laughs) Nowhere to wear it. So yeah, I just wanted to I wanted to have a little something to, you know, to go with the theme. So I thought bolo tie would be a lot of fun. I had been to the Country General Store in Van Nuys to purchase a bolo for a wedding I went to a few years ago that had a theme of country cocktail it drove me insane
2: thinking about what that what that meant. So it was Lyle Lovett and uh, Julia Roberts?
0: Yeah, and it was weird because I had also been married to her, but right. you know, I decided to be the bigger man. Sure. Um and just fucking stared daggers at Lovett's. You decided to be the bigger mist. Yeah. You <laughs> never <friends>. got divorced. <laughs> That's true. I know I said Lovett's and not Lovett. Julia Roberts yeah. has also been married to John <laughs> Lovett's, right? <laughs> Sure. She loves to marry surprising men. Oh, yeah. she was married. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, you know, this, this bolo tie that I had gotten for the wedding got lost
2: several moves ago. Wait, so I need- hold on. Sorry, yeah. Jordan, I gotta say an important thing. Can you say that Julia Roberts has already been married to John Lovitz? Sure.
0: Julia Roberts has also been married to John Lovitz.
2: Yeah, that's the ticket. I'm <laughs> so glad we went back.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, sure. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for bringing us back.
2: Imagine if this show had stayed on the rails and thank we had you. missed that.
0: Thank you. I'm just, uh, I just want to marinate in that for a little while. Yeah. Sure. It's his famous catchphrase. <laughs> Hilarious voice, John Lovitz. Sure. So I knew that there was this Western store in Van Nuys. Van Nuys, like the oft mentioned on this show, Burbank is a place to go for like a hyper specific store that has been there since like 1950 or whatever. Right. A real magical place in that, in that way. And there is a, like just a Western store that sells all manner of Western wear, but it seems like a lot of what they do is like ostrich skin boots with knife tips. Right. What, what do you, what do you call these Jesse? Do you know in the, in the fashion world, what is an ostrich skin boot with a knife tip called? And where, where does that originate from?
2: Called badass, as far as I know. Well, I mean, here in Southern California, there are two main kinds of Western store. One is like your classic. I mean, here in L.A., it's kind of like a John Wayne kind of thing. It's like people, Ronald Reagan, like people who think of themselves as ranchers, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And then there's a lot of Mexican Western stores, you know, Northern Mexicans, especially really into Western wear. But there are some really specific kinds of Mexican boots. There's those ones with the long wraparound noses, mm-hmm. like you know, the toes go like, yeah, yeah. Are like yeah, eighteen inches is, long. This and is what I'm this is what I'm referring to.
0: Oh, great! Yeah, yeah,
2: oh, love that. All yeah. over it, amazing. Hard to walk uh, as I can imagine, but it's hard enough. It's a little hard to walk in regular Western boots. So there you go. So there, there's a little spinner
0: rack of bolo ties. You know, the price range about between like 30 and $40 kind of browsing these bolos. Clerk comes up to me and he's like, let me know if you want to see the good ones. Oh my God. Yes. I'm like, yeah, I I want to see the good ones.
2: Yeah. Fuck yeah. You want to see. So he
0: takes me to another part of the store and and sick of bullshit. I know. know. And I like, I like that he clocked me and is like Mm -hmm. this guy, (laughs) this doofus. (laughs) <laughs> this doofus in jean shorts and flip-flops <laughs> probably wants to see the good shit. And he took me to a case and there was just just so many beautiful bolos. But the one that I loved the most was a bolo where the, you know, centerpiece was a crystal dragon with red eyes. <laughs>
2: and it was so, <laughs> it was so fucking amazing. If this was in the again to clarify. This was in the good ones.
0: This isn't. Yeah, this is not the you know spinner rack that they have out for the right. tourists or the right. you know people going to some kitschy party where they need a costume piece. This is for the right. real bolo fiends.
2: Yeah, this isn't for these the crowds that throng the sidewalks of Van Nuys on weekends, mm-hmm. searching for cheap thrills right. postcards to send home and garbage bolo ties
0: yeah and i i'm like boy this you know if this guy thinks thinks this much of me this guy who's you know line of work is western wear he 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 wanted me to see the good ones fucking dragon bolo was 300 bucks wow. and i'm like do i do it do i do it it's little dragon jaws opened and said, put me around your neck and feel my power surge through you. Neck me, daddy. <laughs> like a mighty Targaryen. <laughs> put me on and fuck a cousin, it said. <laughs> and that's a joke about the Targaryens, not Southern yeah. people. Yeah. But I didn't do it. I bought a fucking bullshit $30 one off the spinner rack like a goddamn noob fucking just a... Just a Southern California soft boy going to his kitschy little party with his dumb fucking friends. Do you want? Do you want to see the thirty dollar bolo that I got?
2: Yeah. Should we introduce our guest on I would love the to. program here because she is real excited to get into this bolo situation? Our guest is a uh, television writer and performer. She is a social media celebrity. She is a friend of ours. She is the belle of the ball. At JC Pineapples, Blair <laughs> Erskine.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm honored to be here for the reveal. And thank you for s- specifying that you weren't talking about Southern people, cousin fucking Jordan. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, I would yeah. never do that hacky joke. I'm making a hacky joke about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hacky material that I like. Yeah. Everybody knows those nasty
2: Targaryens love to extend the bloodline. Jordan would never make a joke about southerners fucking cousins not least because he has southern cousins I do and he would always make a joke about Targaryens because he knows that I'm half fucking Targaryen so fuck you <laughs> oh, Jordan. <yeah. laughs>
1: now look fuck what you've you, done
2: my long beautiful blonde hair <laughs> <gasps> just are you just like one of those white people who love to say they're one
0: sixteenth Cherokee or something? <laughs> <laughs> Try and it's get like a little a college grant, like oh, I'm
1: one eighty sixth
0: part Targaryen. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the here's the bolo. Here's the bolo I decided on. It has a little silver piece and a little turquoise in the middle.
2: Wow, it's a nice little piece. Yeah, nice I, I piece. like
0: it a lot. You know, I'm always going to look at it. And be (laughs) mad at it that it's not a crystal dragon with red eyes. But this is the, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm, I'm doing okay, but I'm not doing $300 Bolo okay, you know?
1: Yeah. Jordan,
2: if only, if only you had a friend who was a Bolo dealer. Mm. If only you had a close personal friend on the video conference with you right now vends bolos and has probably 20 of them oh my
1: gosh what was my piece talking about me (laughs) yeah this is what Blair is
2: just over there you're lousy with bolos the Jimmy Kimmel program selling selling bolos to the guests as they pass through (laughs) like when when the soul singer Solomon Burke would uh, wander the aisles before he went on at the Apollo selling sandwiches
1: (laughs) times are tough Yeah. And I love bolo ties.
2: Times are tough and Louis Vertel won't wear a regular (laughs) tie.
1: My God. If Louis Vertel sees you wearing that bolo tie, (laughs) it's over. You're dead. You, Jordan (laughs) Morris, are dead.
0: Wow. Well, I had a good run. (laughs) Killed (laughs) by Louis Vertel (laughs) for wearing a bolo is a pretty pretty honorable
1: death. I think about... My own personal fear, every morning when I get dressed, I think about what Lewis is going to say about my outfit.
2: Wow. Does yeah. Lewis Vertel, now, Lewis Vertel, for folks who don't know, one of the funniest dudes around, one of the most Absolutely. insightful dudes around, one of Twitter's best tweeters, particularly if you want really incisive jokes about actresses.
1: Very specific. <laughs> <laughs> so very, specific. Sure. Like,
2: if you want a perfect Marsha Gay Harden joke, Lewis Vertel <laughs> your is your guy. man. But- Lewis will. What kind of comments does Lewis make on your outfits, Blair?
1: Well, it's not really anything he said to me. I see what he says to other people, and I haven't, you know, been been the recipient of any of his. But one time, he our, our friend Danny Ricker was wearing an outfit, just an outfit that normal people wear, and Lewis leaned over to me and said, "Danny's looking like a build a bear today." <laughs> and I think about it. And Danny was in fact looking like a build a bear that day. I can't explain it. It was beautiful. I think about it every day, and I don't want that for myself. So he's really made me a better person in that respect.
2: Let's just say, let's just say I were Lewis Vertel. Let's just say, were I Lewis Vertel? I'm thinking about what kind of choices I would make. I'd be sure. Would I be bubbling over with brilliance, both standard and comic? Yes. Absolutely. Would I have incisive things to say about every element of the appearance of everyone around the room at any given time? Yes. Would I be wearing one of those super stretchy all over print t-shirts that's just got Faye Dunaway's face all over it? Every single day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Would I comment on other people's
1: clothes? (laughs) That's the thing about Lewis. Oh, I love him. I love
0: him. So this episode will probably air sometime in November, but we are recording this in the guts, up in the guts of spooky season. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And I think the best spooky season thing that I have seen is a little Twitter vid that Blair made about the the new disney plus streaming hit hocus pocus (laughs) Uh 2 and this is blair you were doing this kind of in character as a woman who is warning parents against the dangers of hocus pocus 2 that's right you should go watch this vid. You know, we'll we'll retweet it from our Twitter account so you can take a peek. William? It's so hilarious. Great yeah. jokes. That's so exciting. That's
2: right, Blair. Your million Twitter follower account is going to get the Jordan <laughs> Jesse Go 4,000 bump. Yeah. That's
1: going to send me over the edge. That's going to send you, yeah.
2: <laughs> is there a better writing job than
0: Kimmel we can get you? <laughs> yeah, you want Colbert? We can get you Colbert.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll get you Colbert. And I we'll think we'll get to the Jay Leno show. That's a 10 primetime baby. <laughs>
1: His new game show?
2: That's
0: right. sure, why. Not? <laughs>
1: oh my God.
2: On MSNBC, maybe?
1: On whatever it's on. Yeah, yeah. Speed TV. Yeah. <laughs> Speed TV.
0: <laughs> and I think there's two amazing things about this video. One, People in the comments are taking it seriously.
1: So seriously.
0: And two, this is based on a real person. Can you, I want to hear about both of these things. This is
1: based on a real person and her name is Jamie Gooch this oh, is wow. her name amazing. fucking amazing oh <laughs> her name, she's mrs gooch mrs
0: oh, gooch, that dr. gooch Do- dr
1: gooch excuse me i did
0: go to eight years of gooch medical school to be called <laughs> mrs
1: <laughs> jamie gooch is her name yeah she was really pissed off about it and yeah people think it's real and it's really blown up on tiktok more so than twitter and going viral on tiktok is an experience and this is my first time with it Because on Twitter, people will just retweet and be like, you know, this is stupid. And on TikTok, they'll make a video and they'll be like, 10 reasons why this bitch is fucking dumb. (laughs) (laughs) You have to watch it. So uh, that's been fun. I've been loving that.
0: Are the people on TikTok making these types of videos? Are they people who don't like that you're making fun of like religious people, I guess, or are they people who think you're serious? No, about- they're people
1: who think I'm serious. Mm-hmm. They're people who think I'm serious. And they've really taken to the last part of the video where I say, I say like, I don't, or if it comes on the TV, it can come on you. And so that's become like a soundbite on Twitter. So now I'm the come girl on Twitter <laughs> and that it can come on you girl. And they're, they're stitching it with who they want to come on them. And so I get to see the inner workings of people's minds. It's been a real horny, Wait, spooky season for me. Who do they want to come on them? Every K-pop band, <laughs> a lot of anime characters, uh-huh. Loki. Wait, hold on. Blair, I
2: have a question. Yeah. Is that part of K pop that you want them to come on you?
1: I don't want you to you need to phrase that better. Cause no, I don't want them to come on me. Okay. But but there are people who
2: do you want them to come on?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want them to come on whoever makes them happy. But there
2: are- First of all, forgive me. <laughs> forgive me. On whom would you like them to come?
1: Thank you. Thank you. That's what I, yes.
2: Hey, how long do you think it would take the
0: members of BTS to fill up a milkshake cup?
1: <laughs> They're doing military service right now, Jordan. Have oh my gosh. Respect. Yeah. Sorry. Jesus Christ. We're on to other ones.
2: Can you imagine how well they would operate like the bombing well of a B-2 bomber? Mm -hmm. We're BTS and balloons and bombs. (laughs)
1: crazy that they're doing that. And then I read they're going to come back. They're going to rejoin BTS. Like, what's that music going to be like after you're in the fucking military (laughs) in South Korea? So, yeah, lots of K-popers, lots of Loki, lots of uh, The Witcher, lots of Henry uh, Uh, Cavill. Cavill,
2: Are people horny for Loki?
1: They sure are. And I can't explain it.
0: Yeah, no, I think Loki is uh Loki's been a horny target since you know, since that first, since he, uh, that yeah. first
2: Avengers movie. Is he like the new Cumberbatch or is Cumberbatch still Cumberbatch?
1: I haven't seen any Cumberbatches, to be honest, on my okay. cum, on my cum talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do think that Tom Hiddleston, the actor who yeah. plays Loki, <laughs> I do think that he is probably popular with the same people who are Horny for Cumberbatch, I would guess. Sure, yeah,
1: the Marvel Cumbematic Universe. Yeah, the C
0: stands for cum. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you thought it's super cinematic? It actually stands for cum. The Marvel cum universe. I'm looking. I'm looking at some pictures of of Tom Hiddleston. I had seen the show Loki, although I was disappointed I didn't get to any parts with Owen Wilson. It wasn't Owen Wilson in that show.
1: Oh yeah, was he?
2: Yeah, I wanted to see the Owen Wilson parts. I love that guy.
1: I Have you seen Married Me with J-Lo and Owen Wilson? Because I watched it on the plane today.
2: I've thought about it. And had I ridden a plane today, I very well might have.
1: It, it's fantastic. I can't recommend it. might be the best film. And I do mean it as a film that I've ever <laughs> seen. I was completely taken. I cried.
2: I honestly spend a lot of time thinking about Owen Wilson and hoping he's doing okay.
1: I think he's doing okay. Because
2: I just think he's so great.
1: Yeah, he is great. He made me very happy today. Please watch it. And I want to talk to you about it. The premise of the movie is insane.
2: Tom Hiddleston didn't co-write Rushmore. <laughs> Let's talk <laughs> wait, about wait, so Mary. Wait, what's me. the what's the premise of Mary Can Me? Can
0: I tell you what the premise is? Because yeah, I okay. guess I guess like browsing by it on your streaming service, it just it looks like a very down-the-middle rom-com with obviously two of the best to ever do it. But sure. It just kind of looks like a a rom-com.
1: Yeah, it, it looks standard. When I moved out here, I kept seeing billboards for it. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like a spoof, like it was gonna be a um like a parrot. And it's not, it's very it takes itself kind of seriously. But it's J Lo is basically JLo, but her name is Kat. I'm gonna try to make this quick. And she is engaged. No, no, extend. <laughs> this shit's got to be
2: 90 <laughs> minutes, Blair. Blair, Blair. Just say Catherine. Just say Catherine. <laughs> Just, Just say Catherine.
1: Catherine. Her name is Katharina. And um, she's a pop star. And she is engaged to another uh, like a Latino pop star. His name is Bastion. And they have this hit song together called Marry Me. And they're going to perform it together live in New York somewhere. And at the same time, it's like a big event. Everyone knows they're also going to exchange vows on stage. And so like Hoda is talking about it. Jimmy Fallon's talking about it. Everyone's excited. And this is how the movie starts. Owen Wilson is a divorced dad and has a daughter. And he wants his daughter to think that he is cool. And so he goes to the concert with his friend, Sarah Silverman. In the movie and, that, and, he, and
2: then he lets BTS come on
1: him. And
3: then he just,
1: yeah, it's just, oh God, drizzled and come. So he's there, Sarah Silverman, and she's holding a sign that says, marry me. And then she gives it to Owen Wilson to hold because she has to hold her phone or something. At the same time, that's happening, guys. Kat is finding out that Bastion has cheated on her with her assistant. And so she comes out on stage and realizes she can't marry are you following me. Is this making sense? She is. This is all in the first 10 minutes I'm of the movie, riveted, by the way, she realizes. And there are thousands of people at this concert. She realizes she can't marry Bastion because he cheated on her. And so she sees Owen Wilson holding the sign and she says, you, I want to marry you. And then he comes up on the stage.
0: But she gave
1: him the sign. No, Sarah Silverman, oh, gave, Sarah him the Silverman
0: gave him the sign. Okay. So, you're,
1: so you haven't been following me.
0: No, <laughs> and see, this is
1: what I'm picking up. And so they get married at the first 10 minutes and the rest of the movie is them learning how to love each other. And it's beautiful and it, it works out for them. And I'm okay. rooting for them as a couple in real life. And then at the end, it kind of has like a, when Harry met Sally montage of like different couples talking about how they met. And then they're like, we met at a concert and you're just bawling at that point. I'm not even doing it justice.
2: Yeah. I love concerts too.
1: I love concerts.
0: Man, I don't love paying 12 bucks for a beer, but... Thanks, uh, <laughs> <Kings> Jordan. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean...
1: The song slaps, though. Like, the Marry Me song, uh, it should be... I don't know why it's not streaming. Maybe it is.
2: It sounds really good. Does yeah. Jayla do any sexual dancing in the film?
1: Yeah, she does. And she does it while singing church, 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 church. And she's in, like, a fully nude bodysuit. <laughs> And she's just wow. just repeating the word church over and over. That sounds yeah, lots of sexual. That sounds
0: hot and confusing.
3: <laughs> it was. <laughs> <And> I,
0: <laughs> I'm confused by how horny that makes me.
1: I watched this right after I watched Love Story on the plane, and so that's a double I went feature. On an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Because yeah, because I mean, the thing about the plane elevation is that like Shrek will it make you cry, happen. you know. So you're like, yes. let's really drill down on this. Let's see.
1: I think it's because, you know, you could die at any moment, like on the plane. You know what I mean? I think that does do something to my emotions. Just on a death bus. And
2: it also, it deadens your sense of taste a little bit. So you have to put extra salt on your food (laughs) for it to taste the same. Yeah. So that could make you really emotional.
1: Everybody watch Marry Me. No one's paying me to say this. Blair,
0: can I back up to Gooch for a
1: second? Yeah. Go back to Jamie Gooch. (laughs)
0: I don't want to neglect the gooch. Yeah. <laughs> Far be it from me. We would never. Me. We would never. We yeah. would never neglect the gooch. Did she see your video?
1: I don't know. Okay. I hope so. I would love if... Are you guys going to bring her out right now?
0: Yeah. God, wouldn't that be great? If Ladies and gentlemen, the gooch! Ambush. Because she is like a social media person for like Christian... Is she? I don't know. I guess I was kind of wondering because I saw hey like news. She was like interviewed on the local, her local news about Are her... you guys fucking? Yeah. You
1: know a lot about Jamie Gooch.
0: <sighs> this is this is kind of me coming out and saying it. I'm changing my name to Jordan Gooch Morris.
1: It's <laughs> very progressive. Of it's you.
0: Very, she's very progressive in that way. No other ways.
1: Yeah. I don't know how she got on the news. I think she made a Facebook post and then the news newsed about it so i guess it was a slow news week there in texas i have no idea people have said crazier things blair
2: are you doing a bit about how you say the word news or is that a standard pronunciation for blair erskine
1: i said news well, God, what I am i it. doing what i am
2: love I- it
0: i think i heard i heard it It came off a little news ne- like a
2: news. news
1: news like how a
2: little kitty would say it
1: am i saying it wrong no. You say No, you say it. Let's all news. let's all go around. Let's go okay. around and say news. Okay, not me. Not me first.
0: Here's how I. Say <laughs> it. I'll try and use it in a sentence. Um. Uh, hold on. I need to. I'm gonna just turn on the news. <laughs> news. Daniel, can you turn on your mic and say news? We should Please hear Daniel say, say news. News. Yeah, Daniel's
2: gonna turn on his mic real quick and and just say, say the word news. News. Yeah. See, he Ooh, just beautiful. did
1: it. And I'm saying news. He just
2: did it really beautifully. News. Because he knew that was his shot.
1: News. <laughs> he, he leaned in and said, "News. News. news. Fuck me." Huey
0: Lewis and the news.
1: <laughs> I also say, I will say Mulan too. I think I'm just doing you sounds where the, no, they don't No, it's beautiful.
0: It's really, yeah. You think so? It's really hypnotic. And I like, find it bewitching. Yeah. Like
1: Julia Roberts laugh? <laughs> yeah. Like exactly. that sort of yes, charming? Exactly, it's that kind of thing. Okay.
2: So you saw, did you originally see this video and become enchanted? I mean, you are, as we've said before. You're the Internet's number one Karen humorist. If there is a local secretary of state, if there is (laughs) the wife of a governor, if there is a local complainer of some kind, Blair Erskine stands ready to recreate their vibe (laughs) on Twitter.
1: I am local woman. Yes. Yeah. People tagged me in that and they really, they really, the people wanted it. And I'm just here to give the people what they want. Mm -hmm. And it was really easy to do because she basically just wrote it. You know, like there's no way to be funnier than a person named Jamie Gooch. That's the problem.
0: (laughs) Yours has such great (laughs) jokes in it. But when you do watch the news report that it is based on, it also has great jokes in it that are not supposed to be jokes. I mean,
1: like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, she. I mean, she's amazing. She's honestly my comedy idol. I I'd, I I'd look up to her.
2: What are her primary objections to the movie?
1: Well, it's that the devil is in it, and that if your kids watch it. Bet
2: Midler sometimes says something yeah. sort of awkward on, on Twitter, and you're like,
1: mm, well, hmm.
2: <laughs> you seem cool, Divine Miss M, but... <laughs> No, yeah,
0: surprisingly, not about not about Bette Midler's bad takes. Yeah, this woman seems to seems to think that if someone on TV says spells, like if the part of the movie is the witch is saying a spell, that
1: spell is cast.
0: The spell has been cast. So if your children hear the spell, it could turn them into gay. Turn them, yeah.
1: Turn them into gay.
0: Could, they could be turned into BTS cum dumpsters. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like BTS have cast a
2: spell on me. Yeah. (laughs) Loki, what are you doing here? I love a man in uniform.
1: (laughs) I love a man in
2: uniform. Did you have any attachment to Hocus
0: Pocus before this? Like, Hocus Pocus, I think, is, you know, we, we often discuss on this show, like, there's that shit that you just missed pop culturally, and Hocus Pocus yeah. is a big one for for me. Yeah. But do,
2: was this like a we caught Rugrats, but we just missed Space Jam.
1: Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Hocus Pocus. Space
2: Jam. Yes, it does. It's, <laughs> it's a terrible movie.
1: Let's let's calm down, Uh, everybody. Shut <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. I, I had the same attachment that most people my age, especially I think women my age, have with Hocus Pocus, which is that we just watch it every year, right? but I'm not obsessed. I'm not like a big, I don't have to watch it every Halloween, but I will watch it if it's on TV. You know, I've different. I've seen it. And my friends cats named Binks after Zachary Binks, like that's my attachment to it. You know what I mean? What
2: are the stars of Hocus Pocus? Bette Midler.
1: Yes. Um, and then Kathy and Jimmy. Am I saying her name right? Kathy Jimmy and Jimmy. And
2: Jimmy. Kathy, Kathy News.
1: Kathy News.
2: News. New Jimmy.
1: And then um, uh, Sex in the City. Carrie Bradshaw. Sarah. Um, what's Jessica name? Parker. Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Those are the stars. And they're in Hocus Pocus, too. They're back. I haven't seen that one yet because I don't want my kids to turn gay. <laughs>
0: And just kids with an earshot, like, a, you know, if you like share a wall with a family, they might hear the spell and turn gay.
1: This woman was, I don't know if you've seen the news report, Jesse. She was like on the verge of tears. She was about wow. to cry. She yeah. might have let a tear slip. She was really upset.
2: I saw your bit and was worried that it was close to a real person. That was like, I was like, my concern here is that this almost all of the absurdity of this feels like it could be a real person.
1: It certainly was. I think you guys should get her on the pod.
2: Yeah, should we? We can't uh, put the Gooch. She's too busy. She's too busy doing spots on the news.
0: Love (laughs) to see what
1: she's up to now. I'm going to look her up on Instagram really quickly. Hey,
0: let's let's take a break. Let's, Blair, you look up the Gooch on Insta. Daniel, you get on trying to get in touch with the Gooch's publicist. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll just spam her with Minions memes.
2: Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. You know, Jordan, every episode of Jordan, Jesse, go is supported first and foremost By the members of Maximum Fun. Members of Maximum Fun, on this day of all days, we salute you. Also other days. 365 days of the year. I don't know, Jordan. I did an actual salute. You got it right. Yes, I can confirm two things. That Jesse
0: actually saluted. I can see him here on our video call. He saluted Mm -hmm. you. And two, that there
2: are actually 365 days per year. So, Well, sometimes, Jordan... Maybe you've heard of a little thing called Leap Day? Uh, No, I haven't. Okay, well, well, I'll explain it later. Well, we're
0: also this week. I have, I have heard of it. I don't acknowledge it. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Not my day.
2: Uh, We are also supported this week by the folks at Lumi Labs. Lumi Labs are what I like to call the microdose people.
0: Oh yeah, I don't know if uh, if you've tried. THC edibles out there. Uh, maybe you've had an unexpected reaction. Maybe maybe it was too strong. Maybe you, you curled know, curled up in a ball. Curled up
2: in a ball. Felt too cranked up when meeting a loved one's parents. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> yes. Microdosing can help because the doses are smaller. So it's uh, the kind of stuff that can help you, for example, fall asleep at night or be chill in the afternoon. It's the kind of dosages that allow you to go about your normal course of activities in less stressful, more enjoyable context.
0: Yeah. And they do come in really cool, delish flavors. It's like a just like a nummy gummy that you might get at your local gummy store. Sure. Uh, but. It's got a a nice little dose of THC that can, uh, again, it can help you chill out. It can help you get to sleep. It can help you get in the zone when you're doing some creative work. They're really good. I have used them, and I really like them.
2: Microdose gummies are available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code JJGO to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com, code JJGO. We're also supported this week by the folks over there at
0: HelloFresh. Hey, Jesse. We have talked about both Green Chef and HelloFresh on this show, and there's now great news because... Green Chef is owned by HelloFresh, and <gasps> you can switch between the brands at a discount. That's right. HelloFresh sends you really awesome meals in a really cool box packed um, wait, with cold, on.
2: cold ice. I wasn't invited to the wedding?
0: No, it was just like a smaller thing. They didn't want to like, like. a make family a make, thing? You, or yeah, yeah, just like family. Did you go certain, to the.
2: Did you go to the wedding? Family and certain close friends. So, did you go to the Green Chef, Every Plate, and Hello Fresh wedding? I, I did. It was. Because um, I wasn't invited. I yeah, didn't even get to save the date to you it. You didn't really miss
0: a lot. It was like really fun and cool. And obviously, the food was awesome. But yeah, it was just like, again, just a
2: small family thing, okay. a few close friends, you know, people they work with. people I, they I mean, like. I, I was just eating some Hello Fresh this week. I made a pork dish with, with mustard and apple. I liked a lot, but yeah. it's weird that they wouldn't invite me to the wedding. Yeah,
0: again, but also maybe you know, just like you know, lost in the mail. You know how the postal service. Right, but it was really it was
2: fun to cook, and my my whole family liked it. Yeah, it came with all the ingredients pre-portioned and everything, so I just had to chop, and it was a it was one of those sheet pan deals. I had some taters in it.
0: I mean, I know just what you mean, Jesse. Um, I also cooked with uh, HelloFresh recently. I made, what I made, bulgogi pulled pork wraps. Those are really good. Uh. I did a one-pan trattoria tortellini bake. Uh, That was really tasty, a nice vegetarian option if you're trying to uh, incorporate some more vegetarian cooking into your lifestyle. But the star of the show was sweet chili turkey and green bean bowls. Jesse, I couldn't believe how good this thing was.
2: I couldn't believe an idiot like me could make this food. I guess that I'll keep eating the food, even though they didn't invite me to the wedding.
0: Yeah, it would be kind of dumb to not, you know, eat their delicious food and like
2: prepare their easy to prep meals just because they slighted you socially. Oh, well, if you want to get in on the meal, it's obviously it's too late for the wedding. It was HelloFresh and Green Chef. Beautiful
0: gift baskets. They had a DJ and everything.
2: And Every Plate are all already married, so you can get discounts across the brands. You can switch back and forth if you want to. Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson, DJ. They had Mark Ronson they there? They had the Mark Ronson. The Mark Ronson. hmm Holy cow. What about John Ronson? Was he there? <laughs>
0: He was was reporting on it.
2: Okay. Well, it sounds like a great wedding. I'm sad that I didn't get to go. Go to HelloFresh.com slash JJGo65. Use code JJGo65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash JJGo65 and code JJGo65 for 65% off plus free shipping. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. <laughs> it's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective.
1: And I'm Blair Erskine, a Gooch publicist, Gooch family <laughs> okay. farm publicist.
2: Whoa, she's got a family farm. What are they raising there? Goochberries. berries. <laughs> She's we can say some when cows. we when, when
0: we broke, Blair
2: was checking out the Instagram of
0: the Gooch. Immediately. Uh yeah. So let's what what have you learned?
1: Okay, so I'll just read this. Um, happy Saturday. I'll be in the farm store at 10 to 4 p.m. today. Come say hi and shop some of the best locally grown crafted products. From beef to pickles, we got it all. From mm. beef to pickles. That's a wide spectrum. I
2: love a locally crafted beef. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: What about a locally crafted pickles? Yeah. Because that's those are the two things she has there. I mean, she seems normal and nice on Instagram. I got to be honest. It's just, she's got three kids. Can I tell you their names? Can we guess? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and guess.
0: <sighs> okay, I'm going Old Testament biblical, let's say ham. <laughs> <laughs> You're so close. Methuselah.
1: Because <laughs> it's Bryson.
2: Bryson. Bryson. Gunner, Trace.
1: God, that, it's the same family. It's Brock, Bryson, and Ruby. Colt. Brock, uh, Bryson, and Ruby. BBR.
2: Colt. Thanks, Jordan. Goodwill. Colt. <laughs> Happy Saturday, y'all. Come on
1: down for ribs.
2: <laughs> and remember, Star Wars is making kids trans.
1: She has a point.
2: <laughs> she does. Yeah. My kid wasn't trans until long after 1977. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about well,
1: 1977 never happened.
2: Late aughts. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Would be my kid.
1: Jamie Gooch has to be stopped.
2: Yeah, we got to stop this Gooch, but first. We also got to get some of those pickles. But first, let's get that beef. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We
1: got to get some beef and
0: pickles. (laughs) Once we get the
2: pickles, then we'll stop her. First, you get the pickles. Then you get the money. (laughs) Then you stop Gooch. (laughs) Then you get the power. Wait, what's the order? When Scarface, when does he say you get the pickles? At what point in the
1: movie oh, Scarface? After
0: you
2: say hello to his little friend.
1: Okay, <laughs> then he says, let's get the pickles. I feel like she's going to take over Ellen's time slot any, any day now. We're going to have the Jamie Good show. Yeah,
0: I'm probably going to have to do a writing packet for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Go ahead and start. Take initiative.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> she's already guest hosting for Gutfield. <laughs> Jesse, did you allude to having some R.L. Stein news? Yeah, I do have some R.L. Stein news, gang. Hey gang, Jesse here with some news about RL Stein. <laughs> the great RL Stein, of course, is the creator of the Goosebumps books, best-selling series of spooky novels for kids. He for a long time he wrote children's humor books before he discovered spooky stories, Ooh. and he at the time went by the name Jovial Bob Stein.
1: <laughs> I love that name.
2: Yeah, so if you see anything about JB Jovial Bob Stein. That's the same one. But I, I interviewed him the other day for Bullseye for a big uh, spooky season special. Great show. Anna Fabrega from Los Spookies. Go listen to it. But R.L. Stein just could not have been more of a joy of a human being. Just every bit the delightful dork that just wanted to write books kids would like and think were fun and funny just wants kids to enjoy his books and it's all he cares about. It's great. But I as I was interviewing, I found out something really important, which is he used to write bazooka Joe comics. Wow. That's a what a that's an auspicious start. <laughs> like 50 bucks a piece or something. I can't remember wow. what he said a bazooka joe comic costs, but
1: like his first gig?
2: No, he had he didn't get rich and successful until he was like in his forties.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, he's like a 75 year old man who is a squiggillionaire and has been since 1992, (laughs) and they came out in 1991 or whatever. But like before that, he was, he just was a guy that worked at Scholastic. Hmm. Yeah. He needed the extra money. Did he do book fairs? I bet he did. I bet oh, he was man. the guy that put out the spinners at the book That's fairs. My Just dream put those job. monster truck, monster truck books up there. <laughs> <laughs> Eight pages of photos. Trying to move those Garfield calendars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that really was it—a book fair like the move. If you were the uh, I don't watch television kid, if you were growing up to be I don't mm. watch television guy at parties, <laughs> was. To like give a side like a little like come on to the Garfield calendars, go straight for the far side calendars. Even yeah. if you were in like fifth grade. You didn't Little get them. Young. You like yeah. kinda
0: knew it was funny, but you couldn't exactly explain why.
2: Yeah, you're like, I know there's something about the kitschy hairstyles of the nineteen fifties that's funny, but I'm not quite <laughs> sure.
1: I would go straight for like the fucking like spy glasses that they would have, you know, like the things that absolutely weren't books. They had nothing to do with books. I got a pair of spy glasses at the book fair. It probably came with like a how to be a spy book, but you could see behind you, and I thought that was a cool. I got spy Whoa. glasses and a dog whistle.
2: Cool. I mean, that is pretty good to have those kind of you. You, you can see behind you because it allows you to do investigations, and people don't know you're checking out their dicks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would be alive today. Yeah. <laughs> Without
2: checking out the dicks behind me, yeah, that's how you were conceived <laughs> <laughs> by you, future you, checking out a dick. We got to write to the Gucci about this because sure. this is big if it's true. <laughs> you were right. You were right. <laughs> you, were right. <laughs> you were right about everything about the pickles, about the about spells, the beef. about <laughs> the beef crafting. Yeah. Okay, now I say, and then I, this was not a lead into this because I didn't know what was happening on this week's program, but I did sing the song Powerhouse, uh, which is the factory song from Looney Tunes. We have been inviting our listeners to write and record songs to the tune of Powerhouse. <laughs> and I want to be clear here because a lot of people said that I had talked shit about Tiny Tune Adventures. Because there was a song with baby Looney Tunes where they sang lyrics to Powerhouse that we found out after we demanded our listeners write in with Powerhouse lyrics. And the song that the Looney Tunes sang is garbage. It's a shitty song. It's no good. Our listeners can do better than
0: that. We don't know why, Blair, we don't know why Jesse got so mad at the song.
2: It's, oh, it's okay. It it's, it's okay. It's, That's it's why it's bullshit. It's half assed. really weird. It was it was fine. And one of the reasons <laughs> I just want so to for be clear. A,
0: car, a cute cartoon. It was fine.
2: It was not cute. It was so not cute. All right. The only good thing I can say about it is it wasn't in that sort of like half assed pop punk style of every song in every children's cartoon, where they're just sort of doing a pop punk song, but not really, because a cartoon rabbit singing it. But anyway. All the parents are with me right now. They know about those fucking songs on Paw Patrol or whatever. But gee whiz, we're way up okay. I the the thing that I'm clarifying is that the show where they sang that half ass song was not Tiny Toon Adventures. I haven't watched Tiny Toon Adventures as an adult, but I bet it I bet it holds up okay. I think that was a really good show in its time. Yeah. Like a legitimately groundbreaking and very funny show. For those strips of afternoon television shows that we watched as children, I bet Tiny Toons is good. So I want to say Tiny Toon Adventures has, I have no beef with this program. I think it's a good program.
1: I'm glad you got that off your chest. I definitely
2: liked it when I was. If you
0: like Buster, you like Babs, Lucky
2: Duck, Montana Mm -hmm. Max. Sure.
1: Montana Max.
2: The egg with the snorkel from U.S. Acres. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Different universe. That's the Jim Davis universe. <laughs> yeah. There's been some crossovers. Yeah. So we've been asking people to send in songs. Thank you for letting me clarify that situation with Tiny Toon Adventures because I've gotten some <laughs> very angry letters from the folks over at Warner Brothers. The Warners themselves.
0: <laughs> Yakko, wacko, <laughs> dot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Call her Dotty and you die. We have received now on a recent episode, we complained that there weren't enough songs to the tune of Powerhouse that were about Rick Moranis or specifically his filmography, not his personal life, which is actually also very interesting. I'm
1: it's sure Sad. It's kind of sad. A
2: little tragic, but then he's recorded some funny country songs. So, you know. He's following his heart.
1: Take some, yep.
2: Daniel, why don't you play this next uh, Powerhouse song?
0: The FBI sent Rick Moranis, whose name was Barney Cooper Smith, to pick up a protected witness. Steve Martin's a
2: mobster.
0: Rick Moranis has a system for even. Distributing see cereal bonus pancakes. Rick Moranis is awesome. My
2: blue, heaven, my, blue heaven, my 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 blue heaven. Okay. So that was a summary of the film My Blue Heaven. I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was As great. evidenced by the outro there. That's beautiful.
2: beautiful. As recorded in an organ store in the mall in 1982.
1: <laughs> Jesus. I mean, fuck Taylor Swift this week.
0: Yeah. That, right? that was
1: beautiful. That was that was something else.
2: Fuck Taylor, fuck Carly Ray.
1: Can you <laughs>
2: not sick the Swifties on us?
1: hmm Um try, yeah, sorry, I forget we can't say.
2: The BTS stands For are me. already mad at me because BTS came on me before they came on them. Right. So who are we who's mad at us? Taylor Swift fans, BTS fans,
0: <laughs> Tiny Toon Adventures fans.
1: <laughs> the Tiny Toon stands. Wacko,
0: Wacko Dot. <laughs>
1: Brothers Warners.
0: Scratch and Sniff.
2: (laughs) I think the good news is we got Bazooka Joe and the gang on our side. Help us, Mort. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Bazooka Joe. Come on, Mort. Come on, other characters that we don't remember. (laughs) Yes. Help us, Confucius. (laughs) 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 We need racist humor. I guess that part of Bazooka Joe comics probably doesn't hold up. Yeah, I probably don't do this anymore. Maybe they do. Maybe.
1: We'll find We're out. way to find out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Buy some double bubble. Chew some <laughs> <of> gum. <laughs> I say gum.
1: <laughs> yum. My mom used to, whenever she would play Santa, who is real, yep. she would leave uh the big leak chew gum in my stocking. I looked forward to that every year. Do you guys remember oh. big leak chew? Oh, yeah, sure. Big league chew is delicious. Was that and that the beef jerky that's like that's like uh d-
2: snuff. That's yeah, like yeah, 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 and it comes with a round baseball card.
1: I loved it. Yes, oh, yes, I would throw love. those away immediately, and then I would just pretend like should I was- have been
2: sending them to me. But the <laughs> but the dip jerky is really great. I didn't know that it was dip themed because there wasn't any dip in my community.
1: You were in a dip a dip free a dry community.
2: I think as an adult, I figured out that it was a, that it was the big league chew of jerkies. Yes. But as a kid, I had no idea the dip. I, I, didn't, I knew that baseball players had a lump in their face, but I didn't know anything else about <laughs> Never chewing Never
1: asked me questions. Yeah. I made the mistake of thinking that's what dip tasted like.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah that yeah. seems yeah. like a... Yeah. It's not. It does not taste like no, that. No, it tastes... You were looking for a crafted beef flavor. <laughs>
1: I was looking for like an IPA dip sort of situation. Right. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs>
2: As you probably know, Blair, you've heard the show before. We're really creative guys who think of a lot of our own segments on the show. Um, Recurring segments everybody loves and and people call into. Nope. They just come. I believe you. Straight. um, Sorry, guys. We come. Mm -hmm. Sorry. (laughs) Come. The segments come straight from our. Mm. Segments come straight from our hearts. Segments come straight from our hearts. They're an expression of who we are that mm-hmm. we thought of. They're not. It's not just people calling in because they had some random thing to say and then thinking it. of a that's what happens. Of a segment to that's fit it into. It's that's stuff the thing. that really speaks to who we are, mm-hmm. not just as people, but as citizens, as Americans, as mm-hmm. husbands and sons, fathers to sons. So
1: You sound like an episode of the newsroom right now.
2: (laughs) Jordan, can I, did you, did you end up, uh, just speaking of being fathers to sons? Yeah. Did you end up, uh, I know that you had previously, you know, you had not been a father previously, but you had a sort of thing that you were going to try and do. I don't know if it, if you're. Yeah, Jesse. Uh,
0: I gotta get a son. I'm working on it. <laughs>
2: okay. I'm working on He's it. He's working on it, I'm folks. Working. Don't worry. I gotta get a son. <laughs> use. Use. That's <laughs> <laughs> news to me. Here's one of those calls. I, you of you those calls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: know.
2: I don't know. What are we? Fucking Tiny tune Adventures? <laughs>
3: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Mike, currently living in Iowa, I'm calling for uh, your longtime regular segment. That makes me think, and that makes me think of, on a recent show, you talked about an upscale ice cream shop with a dual premise of being women-owned and architecture-themed. And that makes me think that maybe when they were planning for this ice cream shop, they had a disagreement about what their thing should be, and they couldn't come to a compromise, so they just said, heck, let's just go with both. And that makes me think of a time in college when we all wanted to have a party, and we all decided it should be a theme party, but we couldn't come to an agreement on whether it should be a fruit and vegetable theme or a superhero theme party. So we went with both at the same time, and it was a fruit and vegetable-based superhero theme party. My friend Shannon was the mighty mater. I was the Blueberry Commando. Great memories. Great show. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye.
1: You
2: know, college was a lot of fun. It was pretty wild. What
0: do you think? Living, laughing, learning, yeah. lunching, loving, loving. Yeah. Yeah. Lipton. Lipton, <laughs> sure.
2: Sorry, guys. You know, I got to keep it brisk. Great iced tea. <laughs>
0: Blair, did you do themed parties in college? Was there like uh, Greek stuff and? uh, Yeah, I went to a toga
1: party. I went to a toga party once. I wasn't a big. I had a job in college where I worked like overnight, and so I couldn't go to any parties. I was working from like one a.m. to ten a.m., so I couldn't like night watchman. (laughs) I, I was a. Have I told you this before? I was a hand model on a television, on like a jewelry shopping network. I I I think
0: we have heard that you were a hand model, but I didn't know it was an overnight hand model. Yeah,
1: I didn't have the hands for like prime time, so they put (laughs) me on that (laughs) for four years of my life. Laser
2: off some of those warts and then we'll talk about 8 p.m. (laughs) Blair, you and I both know that the reality of the situation is you were too edgy. Your hands were too edgy. You were the kids in the hall of hand modeling.
1: I mean, you see these?
2: Right. 120
0: minutes. You were the <laughs> Matt <right>. Penfield. <laughs> they just
1: didn't get me. They just didn't get me.
0: Oof. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I went to a couple of parties. I went I went to I went to parties. I'm, Stop it. Probably, not, I went to parties.
0: We didn't say you didn't go to parties. Jeez, <laughs> you're as defensive as you're madder at this than Jesse is about the fine Looney Tunes song.
1: Went to a couple of parties. Now talk about you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> I will not
2: Are toga parties a real kind of did, Jordan did you go to toga parties in college
0: So yeah I mean you know The UC Santa Cruz of it all There was no like actual That but there were people Making fun of that so yeah I think I went to like an ironic toga party Where it was like uh, this is what Meatheads would do you know like
1: But They were doing it
0: Yeah so I think I did go to go to one or two of those Where it was you know People who were above it, kind of floating above it, but doing it. But yeah, also still like trying to like get wasted. So yeah, like the theater department did a lot of like, they did like prom. They did like tacky prom
2: every year and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's
0: cute. And, yeah, it was cute and fun.
2: Jesse. I've never been to a party. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I just, I always think I'd like to go to a party because I, I bet that I could meet somebody to talk about model trains with, <laughs> but just what you're looking for is a rave. What if it? <laughs> so you need to be more
0: specific.
1: Ecstasy fueled <laughs> rave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just
0: take some E, and right when it hits, you start talking about your tunnels.
1: You can't stop yourself from talking about model trains. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: There's a part of me that feels like if I go to enough parties, mm-hmm. I'll meet. My model train match. Mm. But then we'll find out we're on different gauges. The caboose to your engine. He's an O and I'm an HO. Mm. Well, now we can't talk anymore. I got to go to more parties. This is the premise of a great J. Lo Owen Wilson movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, he has a face double in that movie. Like his face isn't always the same in the movie. You'll see. You're going to watch it after the spot. Owen Wilson's face changes. It changes in the movie. He has a face double and no one can convince me otherwise. I've been thinking about this movie all day. So I'm I'm also <laughs> extremely jet lagged. I apologize.
0: Is it possible that Owen Wilson's character is also supposed to be that famous tricky shapeshifter Loki? Ah!
1: No, it's not. It's oh. not possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. That'd be kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get shut that down right yeah, now. This is a cum heavy episode. Uh, you know. Well, it's about,
2: about, about average you for had, us can we come here? <laughs> of a podcast or of this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Yeah. This is, would be a cummy episode for radio lab, <laughs> but not this. Well, I don't know. That show's got new hosts. Maybe they, you know, feeling their beans. I've
1: been listening lately. No, no, come. Okay. No, come. I would love to find a list of like the top 10 commiest episodes of radio lab though. If that exists somewhere, someone send it our way.
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to email Krollwich, You'll know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> please do. You um, want to, uh, miss that guy. you
0: want to email Krolwich and, uh, get back for some more show.
2: If you've got a call for us, two zero six, nine, eight, four, four fun, or just send us a voice memo at JJ go at Look, Rick Moranis made a lot of more movies, Jordan.
0: Yeah, are we are we getting hyper specific with this ask now? Are we saying okay, we still want powerhouse songs, but they can't just be about whatever you want. They can't be a beautiful meditation
2: on the plight of the worker like that one Jordan, person did. It can be pretty much whatever you want. So it could be about any SCTV cast member,
0: <laughs> right? Catherine, you have O'Hara, a Catherine O'Hara
2: song, yeah. John Candy movies. Yeah. I think there's going to be some great Clifford songs. I'm just throwing this out there. <laughs> yeah. I think Marty Short's going to come out in front <laughs> in this race. By the way, it's also a contest. Daniel will be keeping track of how many songs we get for each cast member of SCTV. And uh, we'll find out who the best was on that legendary comedy program. Oh, and we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love.
3: Love.
1: Lisa Hanawalt, and I'm Emily Heller. Wow, Emily, we've been doing this podcast for 10 years. I know, but hey, don't worry. You can jump in at literally any episode and hear us talk about some of our favorite stuff. Caterpillars becoming butterflies. Martha Stewart flying around in a private jet full of trees. Yes, you heard me right. Trees. Neighbors becoming enemies. Just kidding. <laughs> Whatever messed up stuff we can find on Wikipedia. Our impeccable taste in everything from dogs to TV shows to bodily functions. And horses. Lots and lots of horses. Come for our horned up rants about the world. Stay for the catchy theme songs. You might not learn anything, but we're a good hang. Baby Geniuses. Every other week on MaximumFun.org. Baby Geniuses. Tell us something we don't
3: know. La, la.
0: For a movie. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, there's that new foreign film with the time travel.
3: There's an amazing documentary about queer history on streaming.
2: Have I told you about this classic where giant robots fight? Or, or there's that one that most critics hated, but I thought was actually pretty good.
0: Ooh, I know. The one with the huge car chase, and then
1: there's that scene where <laughs> the, the car, car jumps, jumps over, over the submarine. submarine. Wow, who are you, eclectic movie experts?
3: Well, I'm Evie Wadiway.
1: I'm Drea Clark.
3: And I'm Alonzo Duraldi. And together we host the movie podcast Maximum Film.
0: New Episodes every week on MaximumFun.org.
2: And you actually just walked into our recording booth.
0: Oh, weird. Sorry. I thought this was
1: a video store.
0: You seem like a lady with a lot of problems.
3: La, 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 la.
2: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
1: And I am a come lady Blair Skin.
2: Blair, do you style yourself at all for particular characters? Are you giving different looks?
1: Yeah, sometimes I'm giving like no bangs. Sometimes I'm giving all forehead, like with, the, with, with Gooch. And sometimes I'll leave my bangs and that's about all all, all I, I will do. Sometimes I'll, I'll put a little blush on my nose.
2: <laughs> I opened your Twitter to make sure that it was at Blair Erskine, which it is. Thank you. Um, I didn't want to plug the wrong. I was like, I think she's at Blair Erskine. I think I should double check. And there's a, you know, there's a video of you discouraging people from watching Hocus Pocus. Absolutely. And your bangs are up. And I thought, I wonder if that's a choice.
1: I just do this. I do this number here. Oh,
2: part the bangs.
1: I'm a different person now.
0: Oh, Blair, where'd you go? (laughs) Stranger, help us find Blair.
2: (laughs) The Gooch, thank you for coming on our show so quickly.
1: (laughs) Bring her out. Daniel got her. (laughs) Um, Yeah, my mom told me I had a high forehead when I was a child. Mom say stuff that f- it'll fuck you up for the rest of your life. I have the sweetest mom in the world, but I think about that every day. That's a different episode though.
2: Hey, Blair, I don't want to wrap up the show without asking you how your cow is doing.
1: She is doing so well. She has a friend named Henry still. I, I don't know if he existed last time I talked to you guys. She's great. I saw her this week. She still doesn't know who I am.
2: Can I ask you a question about yes. her and Henry?
1: Absolutely. Or wait are they fucking oh see not yet but i know it's coming i know it's coming Uh, you know henry's coming he's gonna (laughs) be coming i know i know huh
2: if she comes that's bad then then credit to henry you know a lot of (laughs) a lot of cows these days
1: can't come yeah can cows come as my children's book (laughs) <laughs>
2: get cows, get cows, come. mommy. <laughs> Holsteins blast, and so do these. Jersey cows are on their knees.
0: I'm writing it down. Now that we're on Twitter at Jordan Jesse Go, we have briefly opened up opened up this Twitter account for corrections. Normally, we don't like people to correct us, but. We thought it'd be a fun way to promote our brand new Twitter account. So we have a correction from a past episode. This is from at John Quizzy Quizy. At John Quizzy. We were talking about finding out the political leanings of roadside attraction owners with Guy Branham. Guy had (laughs) joked that the owners of the largest nickel in Canada were (laughs) anti-vax. It's a funny thing to say. For what it's worth, writes John Quizzy. For what it's worth, the giant nickel in Sudbury, Ontario.
2: Sudbury. Sudbury. Sudbury <laughs> Ontario. Sadbury would be a great. <laughs> <laughs> More like Gladbury. Yeah. People love it there in Sudbury. <laughs> Sudbury, Ontario
0: is part of Science North and Dynamic Earth Museum lands and is pro-vaccine. So oh, we apologize on behalf of Guy Branham for defaming the owners of this beloved roadside attraction.
2: Now, hold on. I don't apologize on behalf of Guy Branham. Well, you have to. I just did. And I speak for no. you. I apologize for my association with Guy Branum. Oh, yeah. Wow.
0: Oh, yeah. You're right. Instead of apologizing for Guy, we should be distancing ourselves from him. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't
2: have invited him over. Yeah.
1: You should never have done that.
0: All right. Well, we we love Sudbury, Ontario, and we love the Science
2: North and Dynamic Earth Museum lands or whatever.
1: And there's a big nickel on the side of the road?
2: That I guess Yeah, it's a roadside nickel. We got to go. It's a Canadian nickel, though. So God knows what size their regular ones even are. You know? <laughs> and yeah. they're
1: confirmed anti-vax.
2: And they're confirmed pro-vax. Pro-vax. Mm-hmm. Pro-vax. Can- they were accused mm-hmm. by a man that I, to say former friend, probably stretches <laughs> my relationship with him in the past. Acquaintance. I knew him. Jordan had invited him on the show because he was dating jordan's mom and i agreed skeptically and turns out i was right to be skeptical and i apologize for jordan's decision (laughs) and for my relationship with my former relationship with guy as acquaintances (laughs) that jordan introduced because guy had just been around the house a lot dating jordan's mom
1: rest in peace guy (laughs) RIP. We're we're, we're
0: (laughs) sorry.
2: You were squashed by a
0: Canadian nickel. (laughs) Blair, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Your Twitter video content is amazing. We suggest everyone follow you. Best in the business.
1: Thank you so much.
0: We suggest everyone enjoy your writing on the Jimmy Kimmel program.
1: Yeah, who knows how long Twitter is going to be around. So follow me in real life, IRL. Yeah. Over. don't
2: follow blair in real life no,
1: stalk me please no i, please I, I want don't. that validation Dude, no, just a little
2: doesn't bet. no.
1: never heard it's anybody. not gonna be
2: good it's gonna be a card for <laughs> blair don't follow her it'd be horrible
1: it'd Be horrible to do that you can follow me a little bit
2: no only at a, an event there's an event you can wait in the meet and greet Right. Okay, that's fine.
1: <laughs> okay, okay.
2: When Blair's at the county fair,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> meet
0: the writer from Jimmy Campbell, <laughs> and get a funnel cake.
1: Gooch Family Farm selling beef to pickles. Yeah. Oh,
2: pickles and beef. Everything from pickles to
0: beef. Jordan.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. From
0: pickles to beef <laughs>
2: to conspiracy
0: theories <laughs> about five G. <5G. laughs> they do it all. Cut it all.
2: <laughs> Our producer on the program, Daniel Zafran. Producer emeritus is Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. Our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at Jordan Jesse Go. It's where all the dankest. If you make a dank Jordan Jesse Go meme, tweet it at Jordan Jesse Go so we, so we don't miss it. If you got thoughts about this week's Jordan Jesse Go, hashtag them JJ Go so we. So we don't miss them. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse go. And we're on Instagram at Jordan David Morris and at put dot this dot on. And I probably said all the things I need to say at the end of a program. So we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.